0: mountain hi joni hi listeners hi people welcome back
1: yay
0: well, yay <laughs> welcome back to the catholic traveler podcast where we take you i really should think of this before i start talking yeah so, you anyway say that welcome back to the catholic traveler week. podcast i know that's the new intro
1: the new intro Who's is that you say? don't have one
0: yeah yeah
1: i but, wonder how many people drop off after the first like 15 seconds
0: <laughs> oh that'd be <laughs> like, sad this again Ugh. i'm gonna watch our stats um, I actually just saw a, a poll online of what are your favorite Catholic podcasts, and you know, what wasn't what wasn't there? This one, us, yes. Oh. And I only listened to two other Catholic podcasts, and they weren't on there either. So, I guess oh. we're in good company.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, anyway, I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Our listeners aren't very vocal; they don't put out polls.
0: Yeah. And apparently the guy running the website doesn't listen to it. They're busy
1: doing stuff that's more important than polls.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah. We're first in their hearts. That's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: today's a feast day.
0: Today's a feast day. And I thought it would be fun to talk about the woman whose feast it is today. Because she's a pretty big deal.
1: She is. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, we celebrate her feast day as if she was an apostle. Isn't that amazing?
1: That is. They need to put a statue like over it's... in Saint John Lateran.
0: Wouldn't that cause controversy? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Pope People Francis's would be like, final that act woman? <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, it's a big it's a big feast because she's considered the apostle to the apostles.
1: Right. Saint Mary Magdalene.
0: I've never really seen a statue of Mary Magdalene. But She's a big deal because she was an apostle to the apostles, which means she preached the resurrection to them. She is the one that went back.
1: Wait, you've never seen a Lord statue of St. Mary Magdalene?
0: I don't think so. I mean, oh, I guess at the foot of the cross.
1: There's the great one that's in the, uh, what is it? The Duomo Museum in Florence.
0: <gasps> oh, um, um, is it David? No. Donatello? Donatello. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. One. I
1: mean, it's not pretty, but it's... It's famous. It's powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take that back. Sorry, everyone. I have seen it. And in our own cathedral here in Nashville, there's a statue of Mary Magdalene at the foot of the cross. So it was pretty silly for me to say that. But (laughs) I do feel like she's sometimes neglected, even though she's one of the greatest women saints. And I think the other tragedy is that most of us think about her because of her past and not because of her mission so people think oh mary magdalene's the prostitute which there's no indication of scripture that she was a prostitute at all um but people think of her as her past all we know is that seven demons came out of her which is pretty remarkable and awful but nobody like we talk more about her as a repentant sinner rather than as her mission and her testimony to the resurrection right so <laughs> Right. You're you're the Mary Magdalene so, expert. Um, well, I don't know about that, but she's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So there's a place in Rome where you can actually visit her, one of her relics, and it's the Church of Saint John the Baptist of the Florentines. I'm not sure if we've ever talked about it before, but it's we the, talked
0: about it last week. We did. Well, we just talked about favorite relics last week. Oh, we already
1: talked about this. Relic. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, yeah, but we. But maybe somebody didn't listen. We didn't really talk. We talked about it amongst our favorites. So tell us about the church.
1: So it's the Florentine Church of Rome. So different cities, different countries have their own church in Rome. This is the church of the people of Florence. And it's right by the Tiber River on Via Giulia. Um, And it's called St. John the Baptist of the Florentines. And it's a beautiful church. There's some tombs here for some artists and people like that. And shortly before Pope Benedict retired, he, I I don't even know how this works. Like the Vatican has so many relics and storage that they bring out for special occasions. And he came across a relic he thought that should be available for veneration year round. And he sent it to this church. I don't even know why he picked this church, but he gave the church the relic of the foot of St. Mary Magdalene. And the significance of the foot is that this is the first foot into the empty tomb. Um, and so it's on display in this church year-round. And it's in a little side chapel in the far left corner. And it's it's in gold. Like, everybody's like, oh, that's a big foot. It's like, no, 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 that's not the foot. Our foot wasn't gold. The <laughs> foot is inside. And it's like a bone from the foot or something inside the reliquary. Um, but today on our feast day, they bring it out. There's a mass that takes place. Um, and people can come up and actually kiss the foot or touch the foot, venerate the foot. Um, so it's not behind glass. And so I think that's still in gold. It's still in gold. Actually, it looks when it's, when it's not in the case, it looks silver. So I think it, I think like the wall is painted gold. And so the light reflects on it. So it looks like a golden foot, but it's silver. Um, but I love that you can actually kiss or touch or venerate the foot of St. Mary Magdalene once a year. Um, so yeah, there you go. The relic. Yeah.
0: Mary Magdalene. And we have been to Magdala as well. So, you know, the tomb of Mary Magdalene's in France. Her foot is in Rome. But her hometown is in the Holy Land on the Sea of Galilee.
1: Yes. And we've been there. And it's a lot smaller than I thought.
0: It was big, actually. So it was the largest the most important city, I should say. It was the most important city prior to Tiberius. So Herod built Tiberias um, shortly after Christ was born, like 2080. Um, but Magdala was the most important city, and Josephus was um, from there as well. But what they've excavated is very small. So nothing right. exists of the city anymore because there were a bunch of Roman um, people who didn't like Rome. And during the fall of Jerusalem all the rebels went to Magdala. And so the Romans went and sieged the city and threw them all out and destroyed the city. So the city didn't exist anymore. Right. Um, so
1: what you see now, and now is they've been excavating is like tiny, a, a tiny little, not maybe like 30 feet by 40 feet or something. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you see part of a synagogue. Um, mm. It's just excavations under some yeah. awnings so that the people can keep working
0: no there's city a, anymore.
1: There's a camel over there.
0: There's a camel. You've never seen don't the, camel? the camel? Camel. yeah. I don't yeah it's so.
1: a, it's across like the little driveway. There's a camel, camel. they keep tied up over there. It's always
0: there. been super hot when we were there and I just wanted yeah. to get into the air conditioned church.
1: Right. But the property that uh Magdala is on is really nice. They built a hotel there, which opened I think right before the pandemic or like maybe Oh
0: wow.
1: No, I think it was supposed to open Right when the pandemic started, and so they didn't really get their full opening. Um, but beautiful hotel, I've seen. I've seen it. I've been inside. Um, there's a church on the site, which is kind of a more modern church because it was built recently. But I really love it. As far as modern churches go, it's it's white, I totally simple. Agree. But it has a the back window is all well. It's, it's back window. It's glass. <laughs> I was going to say the back window is glass. (laughs) The back window is glass. glass. No, it's It's the back. I was going to the back wall is like a big panel of glass that looks out over the Sea of Galilee. And the altar is in the shape of a boat. So it looks like the boat is on the sea when you're sitting in the pews. And they have icons of all the apostles, including who? Judas. Yeah. That's, but he doesn't have a halo. He doesn't. We talked about
0: that on the podcast before, which is funny. Yeah, I don't but remember it's, why.
1: You don't remember why? Oh, you don't remember? Why I don't remember we we why talked about?
0: mentioned it. on the. I I don't remember why we talked about. It. I know why he doesn't have a halo. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: one of the earlier episodes, maybe. But it is. It's just. It's weird to see him in art, and because he's he's up there with everybody else. It's not like it's a painting of him. You know, Look at the off Last in the Supper corner, is like right he's right. like on a column like all the other apostles the yeah. only difference is he doesn't have a halo yeah. so it's kind of strange like you're it sitting in pew for strange. mass and you look over and he's like looking over your shoulder and you're like, and you're oh,
0: like why am i sitting in this why pew? did i
1: yeah why did i pick this <laughs> pew
0: <laughs> it's it, there's a there's a statue of judas at the holy stairs and right. i remember thinking he's giving a kiss to, to christ and i remember thinking i don't think i've ever seen a statue of judas and um and so this is kind of like that except It's not like he's in the act of betraying Christ. There's no indication. It's just he's there with the other apostles. So it is kind of odd.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it is a beautiful church. Oh,
0: I agree with you. It's so beautiful, even though I don't tend to like modern churches. Mm -hmm. And when you were describing it to me the first time, I was like, well, that sounds odd. Yeah. Um, but it's really beautiful. And I find that it's very, very feminine, which is fitting. I mean, this is all on purpose. The, when you walk into the beginning, the, the narthex of the church, it's a, it's a, round narthex and there's little chapels to different women of scripture of the of the gospels and then the columns holding up um the kind of dome are each dedicated to a different woman of the bible um including like the other women because there's a passage in the bible that you know is the other women that are unnamed and then there's a column you're supposed to see yourself as a woman um following christ and being a follower of christ and so um it's kind of Dedicated to Our Lady Guadalupe and to the f- the dignity and the femininity, the feminine genius, as JP2 called it. And so I really love that church yeah. for that reason.
1: But it is always ridiculously hot when we go.
0: It is. But then there's that really neat chapel at the, oh, downstairs. In the basement. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that. Um, So that's more of and in the basement. Is that did you say basement or did I? You said basement. basement. It's in the basement, Um, in the crypt, I guess. But it's um, it's kind of a non denominational. It's supposed to be a place for non denominational worship, and so it actually looks like a synagogue. Um, The floor of the chapel is the floor of the port of Magdala, and so um, the priest who who gives tours will say. Like of all the places, this is probably where Jesus walked for sure, because Jesus hung out with fishermen at the port. Um, And so you sit like you would in a synagogue and the beautiful, um, the back, uh, the painting that covers the whole wall, of, of the of the front of the chapel is um, a close-up of of the, the woman touching the tassels of of Christ's cloak. So he would have worn like a talit. he would have worn a prayer shawl with tassels just like it was called for in the Torah, in the law. And so she reaches out and touches those tassels to be cured of her hemorrhage. And it's a close-up of it. So all you see is people's feet and her act of faith. And again, that feminine genius, that dignity of woman theme, um, but it's just a really powerful place, I think, to to pray. And it's kind of used in a, like a more non-denominational way. Um, so it, they've really done a beautiful thing with Magdala, I think. And you can see all of this on their website. Um, this isn't like an advertisement, but magdala.org <laughs> is their website of right. like their excavations and what they've done. And then the way they're building a retreat center and, you know, all the yeah. archaeology. You
1: know. mentioned the priest that gives the tour. Uh, he's also on Instagram and he does a live every morning at sunrise so if you people want to check him out he is e kelly lc so that's his instagram handle but literally every morning at sunrise he goes out and he'll kind of talk about the readings of the day um but you get great visuals and you can hear like the birds and you can see the fish flopping around in the sea Um, but he lives there
0: good old father amon
1: yeah, and speaking of the chapel, I had mass there. Were you with me when I had mass there, downstairs?
0: I've had mass upstairs, but not downstairs. Okay, I had mass Not downstairs. in the basement.
1: In the basement. <laughs> <laughs> basement, window made of glass. We're really doing <laughs> great today.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, I've never had mass in the ch- crypt, chapel. Hmm. It's nice. We had mass upstairs, and it was really right. nice.
1: Yeah, I've had mass there a few times. But yeah, great church. And yeah. then- nearby fans of the show will know the cauliflower that we get at the magdalena restaurant your favorite my favorite everyone's favorite everybody loves it oh shafiq was there the other day and he sent me a picture
0: oh so jealous yeah so yeah there's a really fantastic restaurant we have several courses dessert's always lovely you pick your main from a list of options. I've never had anything that I did not love there. It's um, all good. And really it's,
1: a, it's a fancy place. Like people will helicopter in. I mean, we don't helicopter in. We just take our bus. <laughs> 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 but it's it's a fancy place and it's a very fancy dinner we have. People dress up and it goes on for hours. And it's a lovely location, lovely restaurant. And then right next door is Aroma Cafe which is another Did one of our favorites. Did you go to Aroma in Miami? No. I <gasps> forgot. I didn't you realize forgot?
0: it. God, I
1: forgot. I didn't realize it until the next to the last day <gasps> that there are three Aromas in Miami.
0: I actually thought you were doing, when I first tuned into Tipsy Tuesday, I thought maybe they were at Aroma.
1: Well, you should have said something so I would have remembered there was have. an Aroma. Oh. It just wasn't on my yes. mind.
0: So Aroma uh, is this fantastic coffee shop and I want to say they should come to America, but they are in America. They're in Miami. And I'm sorry, but to compare it to Starbucks is to be an insult to Aroma because it's sort of like Starbucks in that you can get fun drinks and fancy drinks. Their coffee is a million times better and their food is 10 million times better. Um, nobody goes to Starbucks for lunch and no one goes for breakfast unless you want like a bad muffin or a microwave <laughs> little souffle thing, But or you want to pay $8 for a cake pop. But at Aroma... They have salads and sandwiches that are to die for. I mean, it's really, really good food. It doesn't taste like coffee shop food. Yeah, it's my favorite And their coffee is amazing. And their frozen coffee? The frozen coffee, yeah. Oh, Oh, man. I might go to Miami this weekend just to go to Aroma.
1: Yeah, Christina is. can meet her there.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Tell her she has to go to Aroma.
1: She won't. Taunt us all. It's too far.
0: Oh. From her parents. Oh, that's right. It's not, it's not in, yeah, that's right. It's in Miami. They have
1: Miami. one on South Beach, one further up Miami Beach, and then one way up above the city. So if you don't have it a car. It would be like
0: a pilgrimage.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was, I was looking at it. I was looking at all the <laughs> the tram possibilities. Uber. Yeah. It's
0: worth it. Yeah. So anyway, there's an aroma next to Magdala. Um, but I've never been because it's new since I. Really? Went to Magdala. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I've been to a Roma in Jerusalem, but not
1: yet. Oh, it's an included stop now.
0: Magdala. Oh, very nice. (laughs) Very nice.
1: You need a frozen coffee after the hot weather in Magdala. Yeah. Yeah. And then nearby is the Valley of the Doves. That's one of my favorite places in the Holy Land. That's the road that leads from Nazareth to Galilee. It's the road that Jesus would have walked. Obviously, he didn't take the highways that they have now. So this is a path that cuts through the mountains. Um, and it's just, it's a beautiful little trail. I've only gone maybe a quarter of a mile down it. Some people walk the whole way, um, but that's not my style. So when we go, I mean, we're just, it's a quick, like, Hey, this is where Jesus literally walked and people get out and they touch the ground and take some pictures, but it's just really pretty. You're surrounded by mountains. If you're there at the right time, like in March, the hill hills are covered in yellow flowers and, There's cows roaming around and there's a stream and you can hear the water and you can see fish swimming. It's just a very beautiful spot.
0: So I love it. I like the places in the Holy Land where you can really picture Christ walking. Mm -hmm. Um, Namely the Valley of the Doves and the Sea of Galilee. Those are kind of your two key places. Um, But it, yeah, it was a little hot when we were there, so I didn't appreciate it fully.
1: Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, unchanged since you would have been there It's so yeah. like they cut a new path through the mountains right um, and so if you walk just a little far enough you you're away from the street you don't see any cars it's not a busy road right there so you don't hear anything and you just hear the water running and a couple cows and the wind going through the flowers it's just a very peaceful spot so always have a, a little moment there when i visit yeah
0: mary magdalene would have walked there too yeah yeah. So The other places I think of, so I was, you know, when I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking of Mary Magdalene and what we know and what we've seen, because I've never been to her, her tomb in France, but just realizing that, um, you know, the, the way of the cross, there's connections to Mary Magdalene. She would have been there to see Christ carrying his cross, the tomb, the Holy Sepulcher, you know, I think so often the women in the Bible are, are kind of silent witnesses. And so we forget Um, that she would have been there maybe possibly when he was teaching and when he was preaching and then when he was, you know, on Calvary. Um, And so there's actually a lot of Mary Magdalene that I've been with. I just don't think of her because, you know, you think of some of the bigger players. Um, She does have a church in Jerusalem. There's a Church of Mary Magdalene that's actually an Orthodox church. And you'll see it if you see a picture of the Mount of Olives. There's the Church of the Gethsemane, the Church of All Nations at the bottom of the Mount of Olives, But as you go up a little bit, you'll see like a gold-domed Russian, clearly Russian... a church and that's the church of, of mary magdalene um and so she's not buried there it's just it's dedicated to her um there is a saint buried there in the russian orthodox church the grand duchess elizabeth who we don't venerate as a martyr because um the church split before that um but she was a romanov and she was killed by the bolsheviks and she's venerated as a martyr um, in the russian orthodox church um And then her um, niece is buried there as well, who happens to be the Duke of Edinburgh's um, mother, is buried there as well. So there's a a British connection um, in that church. So it's only open a few times a a week for those who are not... It's a convent, so it's not open all the time, but it's on my bucket list to get to, to pray at the tomb of the Grand Duchess Elizabeth, because she's a modern martyr. They consider her a new martyr in the Russian church. Um, Someday we'll get you there. Yeah. She just has a really cool story. She was... Um, converted to orthodoxy to marry into the Romanovs. And then um, she forgave her husband. Her husband was killed by, a, I think, a, a car bomb. She she forgave her husband's murder and then entered the convent. Um, and then later was martyred herself by the during the communist revolution. So just a really beautiful story of forgiveness and mercy um, and charity. But so, yeah, someday I'll get there. But that's another Mary Magdalene connection, even though she's not... Um, like, buried in that church. um. So, yeah, just a lot of Mary Magdalene in the Holy Land, even though we don't really think of her all the time. So, um, it's her feast.
1: That it is. Anything else to cover with Mary Magdalene?
0: I don't think so. Go see her foot in Rome. Go pray with her at the empty tomb.
1: They ring the big bells for her now. That started... Yeah. When did that start? When did they elevate her feast day? They
0: elevated her feast day a few years ago. So she was always had a high feast day, but they kind of made it like, I think there's a special office. I could be wrong, but a priest or sister that listens to this podcast could correct me, but the divine office has a special um, like preface for the apostles. And I think she's given kind of that same, um, even in the divine office. So I don't, it was recently that they elevated her.
1: Yeah. That's when they started ringing the fancy bells for her.
0: 2016, Pope Francis raised the level of of liturgy from memorial to feast. So there you go. There you go. Well, thanks, Mountain. Happy feast day to all our Marys or Magdalenas or whoever takes her as a feast, takes her as a patroness. Happy feast day. And thanks for listening, listeners. Thanks, people. Talk to you next week?
1: Yeah. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week. All right. Until then. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, people. Ciao.